to another episode of iBytes Podcast. My name is Daniel, and with me, as always, my good friend, Sajin. How are you doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you, Daniel? I can't complain. You know, it's a beautiful summer weather outside. It's starting to get warm today, and it's going to be a warm, humid day. Yay. I always love those days. But uh, yeah, I know it hasn't been that long since we did the last episode at the beginning of the month, but uh, since WWDC took place last week, we thought we would chime in and give us uh, give you guys our thoughts about uh, what was announced at WWDC. And Saj, since you're the one that wanted to record this episode, I'll let you take the lead on the show. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yeah, so WWDC, Apple announced uh, iOS 16, iPad mm-hmm. OS 16, TVOS 16, HomePod OS 16. Is it called HomePod OS? HomePod OS, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they also announced Mac OS Monterey, the Watch OS 9, a lot of software stuff. And they also uh, threw in a, a new M2 MacBook Air and a new MacBook M2. MacBook Pro? Yeah, MacBook Pro. I think, I yeah. Know. With a touch bar. I'm like, why the touch bar? I'm really yeah, I, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But uh, yeah, I'm. I'm but, uh, but yeah, we'll start with the first item, the iOS 16. Yeah, you iOS 16. Yeah, so iOS 16. Um, Apple really, I do l- like the new look for the lock screen. The, the, that was one major update where now widgets from the home screen from mm-hmm. iOS 14 are on the lock screen now. Mm-hmm. They're not, they don't look the same, of course. It's, it's for the lock screen. And uh, I like, you can have four widgets on the bottom, small ones, or you can have two large ones, or you can mix them up with two smaller ones, one large Mm. one. You know how on the Apple Watch, you have different watch faces? You can just swipe across. Well, now on the lock screen, on the phone, you can actually swipe across different lock screens. Um, The same method that you just hold down um, and you can edit. uh, Okay. The cool thing is, let's say if you have the weather widget on, and even the, the activity widget, if the phone's unlocked, you can just tap it and it'll open the same app mm-hmm. directly from the lock screen, which is awesome. And uh, the cool thing is you can actually lock them to focus modes. Hmm. So um, for like bedtime, I have like a dark dark mode wallpaper where it's like a dark moon type wallpaper. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the focus mode will automatically go off at night and change mm. my wallpaper automatically and uh, which is kind of nice uh, i do i do enjoy that and um, mm, for clarification for our listeners uh you're on the beta so that's you know <laughs> we're talking a little bit early about oh, yeah, the totally, iOS 16 totally you're in developer beta yeah. and i'm not i'm not that uh, courageous to put that on my main device but uh you are courageous enough to do it so that's why you have uh, early access to it but uh, i was just going to put this on my iphone 7 plus that i just realized apple also kicked out ios uh, the iPhone oh. 7, they don't have, or that phone doesn't That's have. Sad. I wish I would have kept it 7 around, but oh well. Yeah, because they kicked out the 6S and the 7. Mm-hmm. Normally, they only, they only do one generation phone, but this mm-hmm. time they put took out two. Just but yeah, I'm looking forward to the lock screen thing because that's going to be pretty nice. I Like right now, my personal iPhone, I have my home page is full of folders depending on yep. the category. So I have like one for travel, one for finance, one for social. Uh, you know, I got one for, you know, I got four folders for different types of games, but to be able to, like, I'd love to put like the battery widgets, maybe the weather widget, but I don't want to put them on the home screen and have multiple pages of apps. Uh, some people like that for me, I just want everything on the same page cause I know where everything is. 
uh, but having you know, the widgets on the lock screen would be pretty nice because I've had that exposure with my work phone. Uh, I put I don't have that many apps on my work phone, so I put the weather widget in the top right corner, and it's kind of I'm kind of like having that with those widgets there. But yeah. I don't want to screw up my home screen on my personal iPhone. So having these on the lock screen, I think, will be pretty nice. I'll be able to unlock my phone, look at the widgets very quickly and see, oh, you know, the weather's like this or here's my battery. It'll be nice. And then it won't have to affect my home screen. Yeah. Also, like about the uh, lock screen they've added, let's say if you get if you have um, an app that's for like sports and you keep getting constant mm-hmm. notifications, instead of getting a bunch of notifications from the same app, they can refresh the the first notification yeah. that they sent you it's like a live notification basically we'll just remove the old notification and replace it with the current one yeah yeah and now i yeah, think uh, they're coming from the bottom now instead of the top two notifications yes is that for like all notifications or just notifications on the lock screen all notifications oh nice so it's yeah. like the it's like siri now when you uh, crap i just probably activated my speaker <laughs> but uh it's like the uh the slow-mo speakers uh the home pods when you uh uh when where was I going with this? Um, yeah, when you activate slow mo on your on your phone, the notification pops up on the bottom instead of being on the, on the top now. Yeah, exactly. Which is awesome. Yeah, so it's more cleaner that way, and you can actually see your full entire mm-hmm. um, wallpaper, which is nice. And if you want to like expand your notification, you can just swipe up, and now all your notifications mm-hmm. show up in the at, uh, on the front form. So which anything, is nice. Anything else new on iOS sixteen? Or yeah, yeah, I was gonna get to um, uh, the so. Last episode, we mentioned how the door detection stuff for accessibility mm-hmm. is coming with iOS 15.6. It's actually, correction, it's coming with iOS 16. Yeah, it's going to be with 16, yeah. Yeah, so it's coming with 16, and I'll actually insert a clip of me walking towards the door. Door one meter away. Turn handle or knob. Swing. I'm looking forward to that. Actually, Again, this is a beta. We, no one has it yet. Yeah. Set developers. That, uh, that is you... actually one feature I'm looking forward to because I know I'm in the process of, of upgrading my phone. Maybe I'm looking at what my options are. So I, my next phone is probably going to be a pro model. And that's one thing. Like I know a lot of people say that it's not, it's like, it's great, but it's not like a world shattering feature. So, but it's still something I'm looking forward to being able to play around with the LiDAR. Uh, with Microsoft seeing AI and then with the door detection on iOS and the people detection, I look forward to that to be able to play around with the LiDAR finally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's, it's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, on the on, on the watch OS, um, now notifications come in like on the iPhone, like small little, if you're like using your watch, let's say you're texting someone and you get another n- notification instead of taking the whole entire screen, it just drops down a little bit from the top of the screen. Mm-hmm. Um, have you guys have you ever wondered that uh, why on the watch the iMessage doesn't have voice memos like you can't record a voice memo? Mm, I thought you could. With uh, no, voice memos. Oh, sorry, I'm talking about I'm, yeah iMessage. I think yeah, you can record voice recordings on iMessage, but I don't, sorry, I don't know about voice memos. No, I don't really do a lot of stuff with my watch except getting notifications and workouts. That's about it. Um, but uh, I used to love doing dictation on the watch for when I had my iMessages, but now. Uh, I'm dictation kind of is not as fluid or intuitive as it once was. Yeah, I I, I wish they brought that other thing back because now I'm having little glitches with it. Now I mean, again, I'm on a beta, so maybe mm-hmm. they will improve it. But uh, yeah, uh, iPad OS uh, got center stage, mm-hmm. which is cool in a way. <laughs> it's uh, like it's like separate multitasking kind of in a way because. Um, 
it's it's a toggle in the in the control center that you will enable. And mm-hmm. once you do that, and now you can have like four windows on your iPad instead of having two split screen and having two more with like you can before you could like group a bunch of different apps. If you like open the app switcher, you can see hey, a mail and Safari are together, and then notes and photos are are together. Um, you can like switch them back back and forth, but now you can have four apps all at once on the on on the screen if you wanted to. And if you plug in to external display before it used to just mirror your mm-hmm. iPad and you had these black bars top and bottom and side to side depending how large this, your monitor was, um, now it's a nice full screen. It'll take advantage of the whole entire all the pixels on the on the screen, and it will actually allow you to have eight apps. You can have four apps mm-hmm. on the iPad and have four apps on the on the on the display. Mm-hmm. But people are saying, but the thing is, it's locked to M1 iPads only. Yeah, that was that was kind of crummy. I was like, really? Wow. Yeah, I I see nowadays. I noticed with Apple, they try they with with iOS updates, they make these cool, powerful features, but they limit it. Even though the old iPads or devices get that operating system, the latest operating system, mm-hmm. um, they cut off a bunch of cool features that they announced because the power, the, the the computer, that device doesn't have that much power, which kind of sucks. Because before, even when you uh, updated older iPhones, mm-hmm. you actually got like newer, like all of the new features that Apple actually announced, but now they they, they stopped doing that, which mm-hmm. kind of sucks. I also forgot to mention in iOS, there was also some stuff with the uh, iMessage uh, features there with uh, re was it re um, unsending messages after a certain amount of time. You can you can unsend a message. Minutes. You can delete messages. I think you can. No, sorry, not delete messages. You can unsend them. And there was something yeah, else. I, I forgot what it was. Or edit them now. Edit them. Yeah. Uh, edit them before Twitter. You know, I'm guessing this is also the same available in iPad or uh, iPad as well. I think it was yeah. also. Um, uh, a new Apple Pay thing. You could uh, go to certain websites. Apple and, Pay Later? Yeah, something like that, where you can pay something in the span of like five, six months. No, sorry, five, six months. I think uh, five, six weeks, I think. Is it five weeks? Yeah, four, yeah five four, weeks. Maybe, to, four, four, four equal payments. payments in five weeks. So basically, Apple, when you try to buy, this is in the, in the US only so far. Yeah. Um, but what happens is, let's say you're trying to buy a new... Uh, I don't know a computer from a different store. It doesn't have to be Apple Store. It could be any other, other any store, and you're using Apple Pay to pay for it. Well, you'll get this Apple Apple Pay later thing, and Apple will actually pay for the whole whole entire thing for you. But then, in those four payments, you'll be paying Apple back. Mm-hmm. So Apple is trying to be the middleman here. Um, yeah, I don't know. Let's- I don't think I'll ever use it if it comes up to Canada, but uh, that was one of the things. There was also had the iCloud photo family sharing. Uh, you could have one photo album for everybody to add photos to the uh, to the group if you want. Um, yeah, that's uh, something I'm looking forward to. It'd be kind of nice. You want to be careful with that because um, sometimes you don't want to share a whole entire photo library. No, yeah, you could, you could share certain photos, or when you take a photo, you can decide whether that newly taken photo can go to that shared library or not. Uh, yeah. It's just like if you have like a family of uh, iPhone users, and you, you know, you're going to like a, I don't know, you're going to on a trip together and you want to take photos of the trip. You can create a photo library for all the whole family to be able to add stuff to. 
Yeah, because right now, whenever we go for a trip, once we're in the car, we're just airdropping back and forth photos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so it's like, hey, can, was, you, can, uh, you, can, you, can you send me this one? Can you send me this one? I'm like, no, 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 it's okay. So this way, have one folder. Now everyone has a full set. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of nice. Again, the stage manager thing also came to the MacBook. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think they really needed to put that on the MacBook because I think it's... It's it's trying to manage Windows for you. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're coming to a MacBook from an iPad, which I did, and I found computers to be a little complicated personally at the, in the beginning. So turning Stage Manager on, having the iPad kind of capability um, kind of eases you into a computer. Then you can slowly, slowly turn that feature off if you really wanted to. Mm-hmm. Or you can continue to use it. Um, it just cleans up your area, I guess. But it's not for me now, mm-hmm. personally. It's not for me. If you're on an iPad, I don't use a Mac anymore, it. so I don't care. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I'm switching over to back to Windows. I'm like, yeah, Mac, not for me. Um, but you're an you're iOS user, though. I'm iOS, yeah. For me, I just want it to work. So going to Android and iOS, I prefer iOS. Um, I have Android, so I can play around with it and learn more about it. But for me, for my daily driver, I prefer, I prefer iPhones. Um, but uh, yeah, but now I'm going back to iOS, uh, iPadOS was also uh, more collaboration features. I think it was also a freeform app that's supposed to be like a whiteboard type of thing. Yes, freeform, like the whiteboard thing on Zoom that they have currently. Um, so that's coming a little later. We don't have that mm. in beta yet. But um, I guess that'd be nice for people collaborate who, uh, over FaceTime. Yeah, I guess for people who are teams who use Macs for their uh, working, they can uh, do collaboration with uh, pages, numbers, and keynotes, and they have that whiteboard freeform. I think it's called Freeform the app, and they can yeah, use that freeform. to do uh, like a whiteboard type of thing. So I don't oh, for me, I don't um, really use it. So I don't know if you know this, mm, but probably not. <laughs> but um, you can actually share anything. You can actually collaborate with. If you have an iPhone to iPhone or any iOS device with iOS 16, of course, and iPadOS mm-hmm. 16, you can actually collaborate a web page too, if you really wanted to. In the share sheet, when you click on share and you have all those you know, options with messages, FaceTime, whatnot, mm-hmm. you can actually share um, a web page if you're working on a web page together or looking at a web page together, or it could be, like you said, Keynote or pages numbers um it could be any app uh if the developer um works on it and they implement it mm-hmm. then you can collaborate with anything you really mm-hmm. wanted to which but, is nice uh, what was the name so it's, it was it the mac os ventura now right that's no, yeah, it's no longer moderate it's ventura now i know yeah. they also announced um what was it the other thing uh, there was a handoff for facetime calls now which i'm like oh, that's kind of cool, what now. i was gonna say uh, uh continuity camera well, that's yeah. Hold on. It's just uh, so you have the FaceTime. Uh, conti- uh, you can transfer FaceTime calls now between your Mac and your phone. Uh, oh, you, you can that. do it okay, between your your phone and your your HomePod. Uh, that was one thing. Uh, they also had another thing, which I'm like so stoked about because that one thing I always hated about Macs is the webcams suck. They're like 720p. I don't know why they don't do 1080p. They're starting to do that with some of their Macs now. Uh, I think the iMac has a 1080p camera. Um, the new MacBook. The do. new MacBook Air, I think, has one as well, and the new MacBook Pro. Uh, M2s yeah. have the uh, 1080p cameras, I think, but not I the MacBook Pro M2. Only only the MacBook 2 Air. Oh, okay, so yeah, there's that. But then because 
the camera, instead of actually just putting a better camera, they decided to add this iPhone, uh, the iPhone camera continuity, where now you can use your iPhone camera as your, uh, and I think it's the front facing or the back facing camera you can use back as your facing. webcam now on your Mac. So a lot of the apps that did this before now pretty much in the hole. Now they're like, okay, well, let's pack up and leave now because Apple just took it away from us. Uh, that's actually going to be a nice thing. And I think with the ultra wide lens on some of the cameras, you can actually do like a desktop type of view where you can see the camera will actually see your, your desk. So if you want to show something like a card trick or something, you can, the camera can see that as well. You know, and another thing I want to mention with accessibility, I was talking with a friend the other day over the phone, and I was mentioning how the ultra wide has a center stage. So mm-hmm. once the phone is, you know, clamped to your to your Belkin, by the way, will sell a. Oh yeah, I'm sure that's a lot of adapters for this or adapters and whatnot that will clamp on your phone. Oh sorry, on your monitor or your top of your your laptop screen and your phone will just sit on top uh, with MagSafe or whatnot. But what happens is the phone doesn't move at all. The yeah. ultra-wide camera will actually zoom into your your, your face, and if you move your face, your, or if you move side to side, mm-hmm. it will actually track you, mm-hmm. which is awesome for people who are who can't see. Instead of them, like, you know, for someone like you, Daniel, um, instead of, like, trying to align up, align your camera, making sure everything is centered or whatnot, now you can just plop your camera up there, and now center stage will make sure that you're in center. Yeah, but keep in mind, I'm going back to Windows, so I'm not going to be able to enjoy this anymore. No, no, but I'm just, I'm just giving you an example. Like, <laughs> but there is actually something I want to talk about afterwards, but uh, I'll wait till after. But now what? So but now that we've, I know, there's anything else on any of the OSs that we want to talk about? Um, I know we have HomePod. Uh, no. I don't think there's anything new with HomePod. No. Uh, watch. I just, just like I think now there's like a medication app now you can it'll remind you of that's actually one thing I'm looking forward to because I do take them daily medication so it'd be nice to be able to have an app to let you know hey you know I I know it's stupid like well how can you forget taking your medication trust me it, it happens every so often not always when you're busy yeah. but occasionally when I wake up in the morning I do like take this pill for antacid and I find that being able having something to remind me every morning oh did you take it or not and uh, sometimes I do forget and I do pay for it the next day. But uh, having something to remind me it might be nice to have. Uh, but yeah, iOS. I don't think there's anything new. Like if you if people oh, want the new running feature. Yeah, well, uh, people want to look more about more advanced uh, features of iOS. All the OSs they can go look online. Um, again, was, this is a week ago, so I forgot a lot of the details. I'm just going off an article of iMore <laughs> just to refresh my memory. Um, but uh, yeah, there's you know, there's a lot of stuff that came out with iOS, iPad OS, Mac OS. Um, and, uh, there's one thing though, I do want to bring up, and this is something that it's been talked a lot about, uh, people have been talking about this new add on to iOS. And I think you might know where I'm coming with this. Um, for the, those of us using voiceover, especially those of us from the eighties, we remember using, uh, draws, uh, on windows, which is a, a screen reader for windows. And you always used to use the default screen reader, uh, a speech synthesizer called Eloquence. Well, Eloquence, after so many years of people telling Apple, please put Eloquence on iOS, well, they finally listened, and they're finally, in iOS 16, they're putting Eloquence on iOS, and I'm so and thrilled. And macOS. On macOS, I think they have it on the... Uh, 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 it'd be kind of cool if they had it on HomePod OS, too, but I don't think they'll have it there, but uh, at least <laughs> iPad OS, iOS, and Mac OS, they're going to have finally have Eloquence. I don't think it's available on the watch, though. I think the watch is going to have uh, Alex, but it's not going to have uh, all the other voices except for Eloquence, which is kind of a bummer, but finally, 
I'll be able to use my eloquence voice from my jaws on my iOS device. I'm so looking forward to this. Yeah, I think that that's your biggest feature for you, right? Because oh, for me, like it, I use, I've been using jaws for quite a while, all day long. Well, you, I use Jaws you, all day long for you, work, so... You, you want that, don't you? Because you're, you, you're listening to that 24-7. Well, I know some people some people don't like it. I'm like, why are, why is everybody such crazy over this 30-year-old speech synthesizer? It's just that you know some people swear that this one here, it's it's made for speed. You can crank up the speech rate really fast, and it's, you know the, the, the speech synthesizer is not going to cut off any words. Uh, it actually pronounces a lot of the words properly versus other synthesizers sometimes doesn't pr- uh, pronounce words properly. Uh, and those other more human sounding voices, when you crank up the speed, it tends to cut off some of the words. Uh, that's why for me, I've always used Eloquence on, uh, on JAWS and I started using it on NVDA. And now to be able to have it on my phone, like, oh, Android had it. You have to buy the synthesizer yeah. on the uh, Play Store, but they stopped selling it. Uh, yeah. I think when they went from 32 to 64, I'm not too sure how, why they decided to stop selling it, but they don't have it on Android. You have to sideload it, I think. Um, but be able to have it now, finally have it. For the iOS, I'm so looking forward to this. This is going to be my new screen reader on my phone, uh, and this to put on the I'll put on the I'll put on everything I have. Uh, and people are like, "Why are you using this old one?" I'm like, "I don't care. I like it. It's it, I don't know. It's just to me makes me feel at ease." <laughs> no, it's good because I actually noticed that too with Alex. Um, I personally like it because it's more human type type to yeah. me. But I did notice, like you were mentioning, when you have it on high speed. It will mispronounce things, and when I look at the, and I'm like, wait, did I spell that incorrectly, or did I misspell yeah. that right? Uh, and I go back, and I was like, I spelled right. Why did I speak it like that? Mm-hmm. Uh, so now I know why too, because you're more of a screen. More, you, well, it you, depends. You use screen readers more than I do. I've, so I've had know. synthesizers on Windows. I think when I was using Real Speak Solo, uh, there was some of the sp- synthesizers on Jaws. You lost me. Yeah, well, there's a lot of, there's a, like, there's there's Eloquence, which is made by Code Factory. I think there is Vocalizer Expressive uh, that Freedom Scientific, the makers of Jaws, have. You can download for free and use. Those are more human sounding voices. Uh, you also have a Real Speak Solo, I think, which which was another type of uh, synthesizer. But I try to remember a while back ago at work. I remember um, when certain synthesizers used to read like the Roman numerals, like uh, when like for. For work, for example, we have like the word CC, which is when you CC somebody, you carbon copy somebody. Well, these jaws would read it as 200 because CC is the Roman numeral for 200 <laughs> or CM. I had a buddy of mine, his initials were CM and the it would read it as I think it was a, I don't remember, I think it was 500 or something. I don't remember what it was, but I was like, why is it reading numbers? But then it's like it hit me. I'm like, oh, um, it's coded into the synthesizer that when it reads these Roman numerals, it reads the number instead of just reading it, uh, the letters alone. Uh, so it's, it, it, and yeah, but certain other synthesizers you can actually reprogram. Like I remember one of my, my bosses, it min- mispronounced her name and I could actually go back into the dictionary and fix it. So it would pronounce it properly. Uh, so it's, it, yeah, sometimes you might get some words or names that, certain synthesizers will mispronounce and you can go back in there. And most of the time you can go in there and you can tell it like in iOS, like there's a lot of stuff uh, that I, I, I fix pronunciation. So if I hear, you know, if I hear, if it says something uh, like um, uh, for example, Jedi, you know, think of star Wars. Well, vo- I think voiceover reads as GD. And I'm like, well, why? Uh, like it's, why is it saying GD? So I actually <laughs> went back and changed the pronunciation. So it properly says Jedi, not GD. <laughs> 
So it's like, it's like, oh, Star, uh, uh, Star Wars Episode Six: Revenge of the GD. I'm like, what? <laughs> Return of the GD. I'm like, so yeah, there's a lot of times I tend to re, I, I change the pronunciation dictionary so it reads it properly. So in iOS, you can do that as well, on Mac OS as well. And even on Windows, it's the same thing. Like sometimes you need to tweak I, it, but uh, it's just fine. It's some of the stuff I've learned over the years with screen readers that, you know, certain synthesizers will read certain things a certain way and there's nothing you can do about it. And like those Roman numerals, I couldn't do anything about it because it was hard coded. But I think that was in Real Speak Solo, the synthesizer there. It had that uh, coded into the synthesizer. You couldn't, I couldn't change it whatsoever. It does nothing I can do. Uh, Eloquence, I think Eloquence reads it fine. It doesn't read 200 when it reads CC. It actually reads CC. Uh, but uh, yeah, certain synthesizers, yeah, it, it, it's, it's funny. I you... noticed with me um, at uh, work, there was a form that I had to fill out. Um, and I'm like... So I was reading it with with voiceover. It said, mm-hmm. "Sign, sign, oh, f- fill out the parts five hundred and five hundred and three hundred. I'm like, okay, yeah. cool. And um, I printed the paper out, my because uh, I had to like hand sign it. So I'm like, yeah. I told my brother, I'm like, can you tell me where part five hundred three hundred is? I'll just quickly sign it, right? And it's like, there's no part, there's no five hundred or three hundred. It's only it's only B and C or C and D. Yeah. I'm like, huh? Oh, then I look at it, I'm like, oh, okay, I see yeah. what happened. Their voiceover was trying to read that. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so going back to WWDC before we can close that off. So I don't think there's anything else new. Um, there's over 200 features new. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff that they announced. A lot of minor things. Like I said, if, you, if anybody wants to read more what happened, they can go in online, find the articles that talked about it. Uh, yeah, most of the stuff, yeah, I look forward to seeing it. I'm not going to upgrade right away. I'm going to wait till 16.1.1. <laughs> Uh, so my work phone, I might actually upgrade to 16.0 just to play around with it. But my personal iPhone, nah, I think I'll wait until 16.1.1 before I upgrade. Yeah, because you want to make sure that's not buggy. Yeah. Uh, but anything else, anything you're looking forward to in iOS 16, you, uh, besides your detection and. Uh, so I, I, I already have it. I don't have to look forward. I'm, just, I'm already okay. using it. <laughs> no, but, I'm joking. Uh, but, uh, no, it's, uh, I. Yeah, I, I, I actually really enjoy the widget thing at the top because mm-hmm. I want to quickly open the weather app or I want to open the open my I, I see my activity, how I'm doing. I can just mm-hmm. tap it without even opening my phone, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I think the, they, well, didn't they say also for Mac OS they were going to redo the Mac, the uh, mail app or something or not redo it. They've added uh, the ability to, to unsend, I think, right? Unsend in 30 seconds. You have 30 seconds. Sorry, 10 really? seconds. I thought it was 15 minutes. 10 seconds really okay <laughs> on the on for 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 mail even for the iphone okay it's 10 seconds it's not for uh hmm. oh my message you could unsend the iMessage you had 15 minutes to unsend it i thought it was 15 minutes for the mail and i messaged it you had like a lot of crazy long amount of time to unsend it i could be wrong i don't know <laughs> again i haven't really done my research that was like last week i knew we should have recorded this last week after wwdc i would have probably been more informed but now it's been over a week and i completely forgot about how this stuff they talked about i was just so so crazy happy to hear eloquence is coming i was like yay finally after so many years <laughs> no i i was uh i lost my train of thought that's okay uh, but going back, we're talking about the camera con- uh, continuity. Um, there is something I did found out. Uh, well, sorry, I found out. Uh, I heard about this week. Uh, it's an app. Uh, I'm trying to remember who made it. Uh, it was on Blind Guy Talk te- Talks Tech with Stephen Scott. And I heard it on the uh, David Woodbridge's. Um, he's got a couple, another podcast that he does. Not IC, but there's another one he does. Uh, the app is called Can You See Me? It's a Windows-based app. 
Kingdom. And it's developed by a blind gentleman in the UK, I think from the RNAB. And basically what it does is, you know how iOS, when you point your camera at somebody or your face, it'll tell you, oh, your face is centered or to the left or yeah. to the right. Uh, well, this actually what it does is when you open the app, it uses AI, uh, local, uh, it, it does it locally on your device, but it will actually, when you, you open the app, you can press enter and it will actually look at your face and tell you where your face is, uh, like in the frame of the webcam. So you can actually make sure that you're centered properly on the webcam before you start a meeting. Uh, so and it's called, can you, can you see me? It's called, can you see me dot? If you go to the, I think it's, can you see me dot app? Uh, okay. And it's a Windows-based app. I've heard of it. I, I haven't installed it yet because, again, I don't have my personal laptop yet. I'm still in the process of getting it. Uh, and hopefully once I get it, that's definitely an app I plan on installing. I know Stephen Scott brought it up on uh, the uh, Blind Guy Talks Tech. Uh, this was it yesterday. He, brought, he talked about it yesterday. And I heard it on uh, David Woodbridge. He has another podcast, uh, Vision Australia. Uh, I keep forgetting what it's called. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he talked about it as well. I'm sure it's probably going to be coming up in other podcasts as well, but it seems like a really good app. They did a demo and it works really well. It's got a you know, robotic voice doing it, but Hey, if you can have some feedback on whether you're centered on your webcam or not, that'd be pretty awesome. Like for me, I, I would love to have that on my webcam. So when I start a meeting, I can make sure I'm centered and then I can start, I can do that with confidence. That'd be great. Cause I don't have the time right I go into meetings. Like, I'm like, Hey, am I centered? Do I look great? And they're like, yeah, you're a bit off to the left or, you know, we're seeing your, your nose hair. And I'm like, ah, okay. So I have to adjust the camera and, <laughs> Are we seeing your double chin? I'm like, <laughs> oh, geez. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's it's definitely something I'm I'm looking forward to be able to play around with. Uh, I haven't had, like I said, I don't have my computer yet, so I can't play around with it. But hopefully one day. Um, I just thought I'd bring that up because I heard that yesterday and I thought we, it was a kind of cool, uh, pretty cool app to talk about. No, that's, that's actually awesome because right now I was, at a, again, talking to another friend who's, who was actually mentioning that. It's, like it's, a, it's a, such a pain to, you know, mm -hmm. on trying try to see if you're if you're centered or not i was saying hey you can do, you could try opening the, the 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 camera camera app on your phone and point it towards the the screen your computer screen mm -hmm. and maybe get voiceover to say hey if you're centered or not but i wonder if that would work on, to, on the mac though does that work on the mac can you have the mac tell you like ios if your face no is centered app. Or, there's no camera app on the mac there's photo booth uh Hmm. I wonder if you could. Photo booth does I mean, that. there's FaceTime. There's not an actual camera app on the because the front of the front face. Yeah, but the, the photo booth. Could you actually like? Is there a way either through FaceTime or a photo booth to actually have the camera and voiceover tell you, oh, your face is centered, or your face is to the left, or you got a big zit on your forehead? <laughs> I, <actually laughs> I, don't know. I know iOS has that. Well, that doesn't tell about the zit, but it does tell you about the <laughs> if your face is centered or not. So it'd be kind of cool if they had it on the Mac. Yeah, no, I'm actually, I haven't tried it um, on FaceTime anyway, mm -hmm. but I'll give it a shot. I'll let you know next time. But, so, but uh, other than that, anything else you want to talk about today or? Uh, no, actually, I no? think we uh, covered everything. What about uh, anything new you bought recently or? No, I didn't buy anything new. <laughs> I'm trying to entice you to buy that new Rodecaster Pro 2. <laughs> <laughs> I was announced recently, like, dude, like I sent you a, 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 a message when if I, I saw it, was it, um, uh, four weeks ago, YouTube video. Ago. It was a YouTube video. I think it was uh, Booth Junkie. Uh, Mark Del uh, Mike Delgado did a, uh, a sort of a preview of the new U uh, UI through. I think he did like screenshots. <laughs> I told you, like, dude, you need to. I'm like, here's uh, here. You, know, you need to check this video out, man. It's a, it's a new Rodecaster Pro, and you're like, dude, like the software is different, man. But it's like it's like the same. Like, no, dude, it's a completely different board. He's like, oh, dude, I hate I you now. <laughs> 
I did. I didn't even buy. Uh, I didn't even look at the the actual title. I just clicked on the click, clicked on the yeah. link, and I'm like looking at the interface. I'm like, wait, this doesn't. This looks different. Is is, just, is there a new software update for it? That's what you sent <laughs> me. Like, this? no, it's a new board. You're like, oh man, <laughs> I'm gonna like, go buy no. a new board now. <laughs> Well, if you check out one. Dark Corner Studio, um, Aiden does. Uh, he did a live stream last Friday, and he got his new uh, Rodecaster Pro Two, and he started. He's he's doing like a sort of a what he liked about it so far. Like you know, uh, first thoughts. He's going to do a review on it soon, but uh, yeah, check it out if you want to check. Uh, if you want to uh, see about. Uh, more about the Rodecaster Pro 2. Uh, I can't use it because I'm completely blind. It's all touchscreen, so it's kind of useless for me. I still like my faithful Yamaha mixer. does a job. Uh, but uh, yeah, the night, you know, it's uh, not really nothing new. Like, did you buy anything new or besides? I don't think you're ordering that new Rodecaster, but. No, I was this one's. So far, I'm, I'm good with the good with this yeah. one. Um, but uh, no, I'm, uh, I haven't bought anything. The last no new thing I bought was, uh, was my Mac. So I'm actually looking at buying something. <laughs> I haven't bought it yet. It's the uh, Sensible Air. It was brought up by David Woodbridge a couple of years back. And there's another gentleman I saw on AppleViz who talked about it. Uh, and he put a video on YouTube. I'll have to find it. But <clears throat> it was, uh, it's basically what it is. It's a Wi-Fi IR remote control for any uh, ACs that require, like air conditioning units that uses a remote control. Like I have at home at what they call a ductless split. So you have like the evaporator inside and the big compressors outside. Mm -hmm. And so I have a remote control that I can turn it on. I can control uh, the, the directions of the fans, whether it's heating, cooling, or just air. But the remote is completely inaccessible. So every spring, what I do is when the winter comes around, I take the batteries out of the remote so they don't corrode the contacts. Not that they would because they're only in storage for like three, four months during the wintertime. But every time I do that in the spring, when it rolls around, I got to put new batteries in and then I have to ask somebody cited to reprogram the remote again. But this, what it would do is um, you would basically just create an account with Sensibo and you would program it with your remote. So that way it can recognize which frequencies that your remote uses. And then it connects to uh, uh, then it will actually be able to control your AC unit through your phone instead of using home kit, doesn't it? Yeah, it's home kit compatible as well. I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. I'd like to buy it, but it's like right now I have to I have to pay off the bills first. <laughs> first of all, I have to be paid off because uh, we had a power outage a few weeks ago, and I lost a lot of food, so I had to rebuy uh, some food back. I didn't lost tons, but I did lose quite a bit, and I had to do groceries like two groceries, like back, back to, to back, back kind of like. So I was like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that yeah. sucks. Uh, other than that, you know, that's pretty much all that's new on my plate. I'm trying to avoid buying new stuff. Uh, so it's it gets expensive but uh but yeah um so thank you everybody for checking another uh, us out again uh if you want to reach us uh, you can email us we always love to hear from you guys if you want to email us for any questions or comments or you just want to say hello feel free anytime just send us an email we'll be glad to respond and try to read your letters on, on the next podcast uh you can reach us at contact at ibytes.tech that is contact at e-y-e-b-y-t-e-s dot t-e-c-h you can check us out on twitter at uh, I think it's uh, iBytes podcast, all one word, or you can find us on YouTube at, I think it's just iBytes or iBytes podcast. I keep forgetting. Uh, just iBytes on YouTube. Okay. So you can check us out iBytes on YouTube and uh, yeah, and that, uh, anything else you want to plug in, Saj? Or? I will say um, uh, I'm working on a YouTube video on the the door detection on YouTube. So that's cool. coming out shortly too. 
All right, check check that out on our YouTube channel. And uh, yeah, and that this again, uh, I'm I'm Daniel, and I was joined with me as always by Sag. Thank you again, guys, and we'll uh, catch you on the flip side. Bye bye.